You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. This is episode 81, What to Do When You Don't Have Enough Clients. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for sound and energy medicine practitioners who want to turn their practices into aligned careers that point toward freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hey there. Welcome to today's episode where I want to discuss what to do when you don't have clients. Last episode, I talked about scaling. So I wanted to make sure that I addressed some problems that maybe some of you are having. I think maybe probably a lot of you are having is, you know, not even, you can't even think about scaling because you're just trying to figure out how to get enough clients to keep your business alive, right? So for many of us, we have the tendency to spin in lack and worry and feelings of not enoughness when we don't have the clients that we'd like to have on our schedule. And rather than, you know, doing the things that are going to create the clients, we end up kind of distracting ourselves and, um, you know, kind of wasting time as source. Maybe we think about what what else can I do for money um, if that's a problem or, um, well, this isn't going to work, so I might as well go back to my day job or, um, well, I'm not made for this and maybe I should just keep it as a hobby and maybe I should just offer free sessions and, you know, all the things that your brain's going to offer you. Um, to, you know, I mean, I think it's attempting to make you feel better, um, but it doesn't feel good, right? Because what you really want, what you really desire is to have the clients and to have the practice. So I've got some tips for you today. I've got six tips. Um, and we're going to start with first, we want to identify the problem. So not having enough clients, right? What does that even mean, first of all? What does not having enough mean? I really want you to get specific with yourself. How many clients do you want to have in your schedule? And how many clients do you have now in your schedule? And identify the gap there. Okay, so what is the gap? What is the number of clients in that gap? How many more do you need to have? I like to get it specific here because our brains can make mountains out of molehills, molehills, right? <laughs> like we might just need five more clients and our brain is like, this sucks, I'm failing, I can't do this. So if you get really specific, oh, I only need five more clients, right? Mm, that's definitely doable. Okay. Now, the other thing I'll have you do in this tip where you're identifying the problem is ask yourself, why? Why don't you have more clients? And I hear so many clients when I ask that, they say, well, I don't know, right? And I don't know is not a helpful answer. It doesn't serve us at all. It just keeps us in confusion. So I like the question, if I could guess why I don't have enough clients, what answer do I come up with? Right? That really opens up the brain to engaging in answering the, the question um, in a constructive way. Another way to ask this is, 
Let me just play for a little bit. If I did know why I didn't have clients, what do I come up with? Why is that? And pay attention to what comes up because you're most likely going to be right. Now, we want these answers, of course, to be constructive. (laughs) Don't let your brain answer with, because I suck, because I'm not good at this. No, that's not at all. That's not an appropriate answer, right? You're just going to say, okay, no, thank you, brain. Um, Give me something constructive. You might come up with something like, I'm not putting myself out there enough. I am just kind of sitting, hoping that they'll come to me. I heard a client say that the other day, like, I'm just hoping that they come. And the truth is, is that, you know, when we do that, when we hide and wait for clients to come to us, you know, maybe if some kind of energetic door opens up, that'll happen. But if you're not out there, you know, meeting people and letting them know what you do, what you have to offer, the chances are that people are going to find you are pretty slim. So first, identify the problem. The next tip I have for you is get dressed for the day anyway. (laughs) This one makes such a difference for me. Sometimes when I have a kind of an empty day, I don't have, you know, a lot going on in my schedule. I, or I have like someone at the very end of the day, I stay in my PJs until the very last minute. And in the past few months, I've been practicing um, maintaining a routine and just getting dressed, you know, doing my hair and my makeup um, and just kind of acting like I'm going to be seeing clients all day. I'm working all day. There's something about that that really increases productivity and motivation. So if you have a morning routine when you have like a day full of clients or you have something you know going on, you have like appointments or meetings or whatever it is, keep that routine no matter what. The third tip I have for you is get off of social media. <laughs> Okay, I say this, you know, with a grain of salt because unless you're on it engaging and building relationships or using it as a marketing tool, right? Those are those are the good things we want to be doing on social media. Or I shouldn't judge it and say good, but like those are the productive ways to be um, kind of engaging with potential clients. Um, but when we're on social media and we're just scrolling and kind of comparing ourselves to others and just, oh my gosh, it is just a time suck. So if you find yourself, you know, with an empty schedule and you're on social media, ask yourself, what else could I be using this time for? What else could I be doing to get the word out there about my services, to meet people? And that actually brings me to tip number four is to reach out and connect. Start building relationships. So if you've got empty time in your schedule, use that time to build connections, make connections. You can do this on social media. I've been doing it. I've been um, participating in some groups and offering value and cheering people on. And it's really fun. And I feel like I'm really like, it's fun to, to make connections that way. But another way to do it is to you know, get out there, get out on the town, whatever that means. Maybe, you know, there's something in town that's going on or, um, or maybe even you want to reach out to potential clients or attend, attend some event that's going on. 
offer some free consultations or some free mini sessions, start or even just start planning that, right? Um, if you don't have clients in your schedule, that could be a great time to plan to attend marketing events, to plan to attend uh, to uh, provide a whole day of mini sessions, right? So you could definitely be using that time wisely to start to build connections. That really is marketing at its core is building relationships with potential customers, potential clients, right? And it's to me, I really, I, I see this um, so much. Um, for me, it's really fun to do. It doesn't feel salesy. It does because I think when you're really, truly building relationships, it's coming from an authentic and genuine place. So it's like, don't just go somewhere to market your services, but go with that idea and that intention of reciprocity, of receiving and giving. Hear what others have to say. Hear what others are uh, willing to give, um, what their offers are, right? At, and at the same time, don't hesitate to, to speak yours. The last and really important one, just as important as the others, don't sign up for more certifications because you're feeling unworthy and you're not feeling enough. Continually pursuing more certifications is not the most effective way to attract clients, and I see it as a distraction. Instead, what you could be doing is getting more skilled at what you already have by practicing. Practice your technique, you know, offer sessions, some sessions for free, do the mini sessions, um, pull out your manual from training, uh, receive sessions from other practitioners with the intention to really like hone in on what their language is or, you know, whatever it is that you could take away that would add to your practice. It's important to hone in on your existing skills and knowledge because that's another great way to market really kind of like unintentionally right? Because when you get really good at what you do, when you have mastered your trade, people are going to talk about it and they're going to spread the word. But if you're continuously signing up for more certifications, you're not going to really master one, right? So just get really good at what you're doing. I remember Eileen McCusick giving me this um, advice long, long ago. I've been in practice since 2014 and this is one of the first things that she um, told me as my mentor, and I really appreciated it ever since. And I, I think I did five years of, or maybe even, yeah, five years of just biofield tuning. I didn't take any more certifications. I got really good at it. And then at year five, I decided I would like to get certified in life coaching. And here I am now. <laughs> It's been a pretty amazing journey. Um, and I haven't taken another certification since. I just want to, it's, I think it's just really important that you master your trade. Oh, she said a quote. I remember now. She said, um, a jack of all trades is a master of none. <laughs> and that has really stuck with me. Okay. So I'm just going to review those five tips again. Identify the problem. Why don't you have enough clients? Get dressed for the day. Get off of social media. Reach out and connect and don't sign up for more certifications. 
when you are lacking the clients or when you feel like you're not where you want to be with your business, there are absolute solutions and strategies to be able to attract more clients to come in. And so sometimes it's just a mindset shift that'll get you going, but sometimes it's actually putting yourself out there and taking that action. You've got this. And if you need any help, you know where to find me. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Are you a sound and energy medicine practitioner who wants to grow your business, but don't know where to start? Maybe you're feeling confused, overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling self-doubt. Well, I've got the perfect resource for you and it's free. Head on over to JillianFaldmo.com to get the Harness Your Emotional Awareness to Grow Your Business Roadmap. It's a roadmap that's designed just for you to turn those emotions like confusion, fear, whatever it is that's stopping you from growing your business into emotions that will actually fuel the action to grow your business. You've got this. Head over to JillianFaldmo.com to claim it now. Thank you.